This is episode 328 on January 30th, 2020. Set your photo apps down, iPhone photographers. It's time for Tiny Shutter Podcast. Greetings, everyone, and welcome to the Tiny Shutter Podcast, where we talk about iPhone photography and other things. I'm Joseph Ferreira. Still fired, I'm Dave Podner. <laughs> I'm Greg McMillan. And I'm Matt Hoffman. Welcome, gentlemen. So we're off to another week, and I have to say we are a twelfth of you know, one twelfth of the year done. Woohoo! Yes, that is ridiculous already. <laughs> January has flown right by. Craziness. All right. Well, uh, we're going to talk about apps mostly today. So let me go ahead and play this jingle. It's that simple to put the app right on the phone. And I help. All right. So let's uh, let's talk about some apps. Do you guys like apps? Love them. Love them. Do you wish you knew how much you've already paid for apps? Like in total? Oh, <laughs> I'm afraid to look. Yeah. I don't even know if I can look. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, let's start with you, Greg, because uh, you have some apps you're, uh, you want to mention and talk about, and then I have a couple, so let's get in it. Yes. Um, <clears throat> a fellow named Bob Richter uh, threw it at me there one time about talking uh, about apps on the show here, and usually we talk about camera apps or editing apps, but he suggested maybe we mention some apps that are more like utility-type apps for photography. So uh, I just did a quick look around in the App Store and come up with a few. Um, so these are mostly for planning photo shoots, I would say. Um, one of them is called Golden Hour, and it's 99 cents in the U.S. App Store. And it kind of gives you an idea of when the golden hour is going to be, you know, what time of day for where you're located and and things like that. So uh, if, if that's the time of day you're looking to shoot and, you know, wherever you are in the world, that, that's what this app will be good for. Same with the uh, next two I'm going to mention, Planet Pro and the, <clears throat> excuse me, the photographer's Ephemeris. Those are great for not just golden hour, but, uh, you know, um, blue hour, twilight, uh, different things like that. Uh, you you know you could put yourself in a map and it shows you. I think um, I think Planet Pro can actually show you the uh, field of view for certain lenses. Um, so like for a certain wide angle lens, it'll give you a view of um, like one eight or one hundred and sixty degrees or whatever. So it's it's a good way to plan your photo shoots um, other you know other than actually scouting these places out like if you want to if you're gonna go a, a fair distance away and you want to know what time to be there for say a shot at blue hour you put that location in in the app and it'll tell you and of course you got to pay attention to the weather too because if you're looking for golden hour or blue hour you're not going to want overcast skies well blue hour is okay but golden hour no you don't want a cloudy sky so I don't know if these apps will actually give you a weather forecast, but um, but I think these are, you know, things like this are a good idea for for photographers and, and mobile photographers as well. I, wait, I have um, to interrupt and, you. 
because yep. sometimes an overcast day at golden hour may turn out to be pretty awesome. Say when the sun goes below the clouds and actually you can see it right when it's on the horizon. Uh, yes. Yes, you are correct because there was a shot that I got with my Canon a few years ago that me and some friends went to the spot and we wanted to get the sunset and the clouds were coming in quickly and it ended up being completely overcast, but we stayed long enough to see a little opening where some nice, beautiful orange light came through. So, yeah, so maybe just because it's cloudy, if there happens to be a break where the sun can shine through or hit the, you know, if it's right down on the horizon and it comes in and hits the bottom of those clouds, man, they, they can, that makes for some really spectacular photos. So, yeah, that's, that's a good point, Joe. Um, the last one is really good photo spots. It's free with uh, in-app purchases. Um, it, it's basically, from what I can gather, I think I had it open here. Yeah, it's uh, it's good for finding things around you that other people have put in in the app. Um, you know, if you're looking for something like, uh, you know, lakes or water, bodies of water or whatever, and you can put in a radius, uh, say up to 50 miles or whatever, it'll it'll give you different locations where you can go for your photography. Um, I believe you can you can uh, put a spot in there by taking a photo of where it is. So, so if it's a geotag pic, it'll it'll show people where that is. Um, it's it's just a good reference place or reference app for uh, finding you know sweet spots for <clears throat> excuse me for for photography. So um, you know definitely will work hand in hand with with your iPhone. Uh, when you're doing iPhone photography, and, and I mean, a lot of people love to do landscapes and, and hiking and everything else. So that that would be a good app for, for that purpose. Very cool. Is, yeah. I was wondering if everybody was muted. <laughs> well, we probably were. I'm listening to music and doing some other stuff. No, I'm just kidding. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Yeah, I, you know, I've seen those apps before I just never really use them. I'm I'm not much of a landscape photographer, so you know these are very much a not not just for landscapes. I mean, I know that people use them if they're going to do a shoot with some people out, like um, engagement shoots or you know whatever. You know, it's important to yeah. know oh, what's yeah. going to happen. You know, throughout throughout the day if it's going to rain or not but i thought you know i should get one and but i i, I just i never do so uh, i guess for me it's not that important but i do have to say that this is a good app these are good apps for for anyone who is going to go out somewhere especially if you've never been there you know i know that yeah. you know mark when he does his waterfall photography he typically wants to go on a cloudy day he doesn't want to go you know where there's harsh sunlight because it just really it'll blow out a lot of the water that he wants to you know get in the shot so 
you know, don't, you know, some people are like, oh, it's like, it's too cloudy. And for photographers are like, yes, woohoo, natural, uh, you know, the, the, the harsh light is gone and we have uh, a good, even lighting that we can use. But, uh, but yeah, that's cool. Yeah. <clears throat> and I'll just, just add a quick note here that planet pro, I have that one and you know, I've, I can't remember if it was in-app purchases or if it's just a flat-out, you know, you buy it. But it has a feature in there where you can actually hold your phone up and look through the camera at the landscape, and then it'll show you also on the screen where, you know, the the sunset will – where the sun will actually set and things like that. So it, it's a good idea. Like if you're at your shooting location, it's good for showing you – um, where the sun's going to be at a certain time, you know, for of, of the day or whatever. So if you're planning a sunset shoot, um, you know, if you're there at uh, two hours before sunset, it'll let you know what time the sun will be at a certain spot. So again, real handy information. That's cool. Uh, Matt, have you ever used any of these? Um. So I, I have the photographer's ephemeris and I've played around with it, but like, you know, my, my photography is so sporadic and kind of like last minute that, um, I, I just really can't plan shoots, you know? So I, I feel I really, like I feel the same way. <laughs> I, yeah. So I, I really don't, don't use it. Um, you know, I, I really I just don't really use apps like 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 these, I guess. Now, there are apps that I use that are not camera apps and not editing apps that are related um, to photography, though. Um, they're just not as utilitarian, I guess, as these. Like, um, just some quick examples would be, um, you know, apps to back up my photos like specifically amazon photos and google photos i use quite a bit um and then uh you know apps for for getting prints made and and books made and stuff like that um like i'm still a huge fan of like the free prints app um, and then they have some, uh, sister apps like a uh, free, uh, I think it's called free photo tiles, um, which I actually just got, I think my ninth photo tile just last week. Um, so I, I now have a nice three by three square of photo nice. tiles hanging, hanging on the wall down in my, uh, the finished part of my basement. Um, and then the photo books I get pretty regularly also so um th those are the type of apps that i use most often that are photo related but not editing or cameras yeah i have yeah i'm trying to think if i've ever, ever used one of the apps to print i think mainly all my printing's been here at the house and actually i just replaced my printer because the other one decided to have streaks go through it uh through the images so i'm gonna i'm gonna test this out but i haven't i guess i can say the canon app for my printer is the only one that i use but 
I, I did just try a new um, something. Uh, I don't know. I guess it was like a week or two ago now. Um, and, and I'm not recommending this like for people to really get prints made if you want nice prints. But um, I was in like a pinch and needed to get a couple prints made for my son to take to school. And it was kind of like a last minute thing. And um, there's a Walgreens like not far from the house. So um, in the app, I was able to just like upload photos and send them to the Walgreens. And they were ready in like half an hour. Oh yeah. Which was totally cool. Yeah. I don't, I I wouldn't say avoid that. I think those are still viable ways of getting your images printed. So, yeah, Walmart. Well, okay. Uh, Walgreens and um, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Walmart works too, but uh, you know, any anywhere you can, you send them and get them printed. I recommend. You know, and and you'll you, you'll see the quality either in your work or the quality in the prints depending on the place you go and then you can whittle it down on what would be your your best place to take it to well cool uh dave did you use any of these no i actually am kind of like matt in terms of not really doing a lot of planning planning when i'm doing my photos um i when greg mentioned he wasn't sure if they did have weather in them i did a quick search on the apps and like for Golden Hour Planet Pro, I didn't see anything that integrated like um, longer forecast or radar or anything in there. Um, that would be a nice thing, like you said, in terms of, oh, I want to take, admittedly, you got to be careful on how far ahead they go. But to say, hey, I want to take a photo in three hours and they're like, oh, it's completely overcast and it's going to stay completely overcast because – at least that's average weather for around me. It's like it's that's overcast. Pittsburgh for you, <laughs> pretty much. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, but no, like what we were mentioning about the printing, um, not necessarily with Walgreens, but I did stuff with Walmart and Sam's Club, and it's been a while. As I hope I think they, it was a little clunky at first with the Sam's Club, but it was the same. Um, you know, one hour. Basically, you go up there, you inside the app, you select the photos, upload it, and do your shopping. When you're done, you can pick them up right there. Which, for those of us old old enough to remember, is a lot easier than um, taking the film out of your camera, driving to the little person who lived in, driving to the person who lived in the little <laughs> booth in the middle of the parking the lot, <laughs> uh, waiting a week or so, and then driving back to the person who lived in the little building in the middle of the parking lot and picking up your photos. Oh yeah. I think he was getting high off of the chemicals. (laughs) (laughs) Oh yeah. Well, changing gears from utilitarian uh, apps, I wanted to mention that I have been playing around with video and I'm not much of a, a video person what but i am it's it's like that thing in life that i end up doing i said years ago i'm not going to do websites well i do websites i'm not going to do uh x and i end up doing it you know like painting i hate painting um but you know it's a sometimes 
you get asked to do something and then you dive right in because you have to. So I have been doing some video announcements for my church and I'm glad that I didn't try doing this a few years ago because it would have totally been terrible. Um, and the quality, you know, is just, I don't think would have been as good as what I can do right now. So I've been using Filmic Pro, which cost, was that uh, $14? And um, Filmic Pro is, is, is an awesome app because it has it has built-in image stabilization uh it allows for very very easily you can choose the microphone that you want to use so you can choose front mic back mic you can choose a or you when you plug in a microphone from uh, outside the camera it automatically will pick it up so you don't have to fight with it and it's it's great. You know, the, everything that I, I wanted to do, it does. So I've been putting, uh, putting my phone on a tripod, uh, doing these, uh, these announcements. And then what I do is I, I kind of chop it up and then I throw it into iMovie. And at first it was a little, you know, iMovie is not very intuitive, but there's a lot of things that you can do with iMovie. So the combination of Filmic Pro and iMovie, I've been able to um, put the clips together, have little banners to you know for writing, have picture-in-picture picture or overlay an image or video over the over the the whole video, so that it's almost like you're changing scenes. Uh, they have other things in there where you can actually do a side-by-side -side comparison. So if, if somebody's talking and they're talking about it, it, the the screen will split in half and it'll show the other the other side. Um, it even has a blue and green. Uh, what's it called? Um, I get, uh, you know, what the weather forecasters do. They, you know, they oh, stand in front of a screen. Like a blue screen. Chrome, yeah, chrome. yeah, yeah, blue screen. So you can actually take and uh, have an image in the back. And then if you're standing in front of a blue screen, they see you and they don't see the blue screen. So that's built into iMovie. So the, the combination of Filmic Pro and iMovie, I think, is a huge step forward when it comes to doing videos with your, with your iPhone and being able to have quality because uh, you can even choose the different types of... You, you can do a cinematic uh, frame or you can do a square frame. You can do everything in between. And it it looks awesome. The you know, if you're walking and, and videoing, the image stabilization in the app is awesome because it it's not jarring. And um, and so you can really do some uh, neat stuff with it. Have you guys done anything with the Filmic Pro? I was at a friend's uh, son's hockey game uh it was about a month ago 
and I was I was in the stands, so I was probably twenty rows up from the ice. It was just the uh, the arena in town here, and I started shooting with the um, I think it was just with the native camera app, shooting video, and I had my moment tally lens on, and then after the first period, I thought, what am I doing? I've got Filmic Pro, so I put that on, yeah, and I I didn't go with um, I didn't go with the, uh, uh, you know, the flat, um, oh, the flat log or whatever it is, where it shoots in lower contrast and you can add a LUT to it later. I just went with the normal shooting mode, and what I noticed though was the stabilization was really good, but the zooming, I could zoom in really close to, you know, something that was going on on the other side of the arena on the ice there and the quality was so good uh i couldn't believe the quality of of and i'm talking zooming in really close yeah uh you know his his son my friend's son was skating down the ice and and he dove to make a defensive play with a stick and i zoomed in on just him whereas normally i would have like you know almost the whole uh end zone or whatever in frame but when I zoomed right in to get just him, it was still very, very clear. I couldn't get over how clear it was. And so that's but that's the only time I've used it in, in recent uh, months that I can think of. Yeah. It, so the the different uh, formats that you can use for the for recording, you have 16 by 9, 17 by 9. I've never heard of that one. Uh, 3 by 2, 1 by 1. And then you have a, a four point a four by three, but then you have two point two by one, two point seven six by one, and a two point three nine by one, which are you know very much one of those Star Wars cinematic, I guess, looks. But it's a it's interesting. Um, I think sixteen by nine. I'm going to be using mostly. I tried the. Uh, I think it was two two by uh, three by two, and it ended up in iMovie. You can't choose to uh, the format. So if you do anything less than a sixteen by nine, you're going to see black bars on either side. Or on on the, on top and bottom, so it was weird. I don't know why iMovie doesn't allow you to choose the format. So it's pretty good. It's I I, I have to say uh, I was very impressed. And then there's other features on it where you can actually uh, have filters while you're while you're filming. You can adjust the. Uh, the focus and the exposure uh, has auto focus or auto um, white balance, uh, or you can choose what kind of white balance you want to have. But like you said, the zooming, it's very smooth. It's not jarring like you're trying to pinch pinch to zoom. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, very fluid. Very fluid. So th there's a lot of things with this app. You know, fifteen dollars. For some people, they balk at, but I I think it's well worth it. 
And that might even, I'm, I'm wondering if I even paid less for it, but it's a, uh, it's a great app. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I mean, if you're going to do any kind of filmmaking at all, uh, it's definitely worth it because it's, you know, just the features alone are worth, worth the money. So some of the things that I've been learning is I need to have a way to actually hear what is going into the camera because I found that through some of my, uh, through some of the filming that, uh, the lab mic, which was, uh, wireless, it had a problem where, uh, there was either static or a bad connection. And so I, I lost uh, like some of the some of the audio while it was uh, while it was fil- filming. So there's a lot of moving parts when it comes to to doing uh, cinema compared to still shots. Uh, video is you know some somewhat unforgiving if there are mistakes or bad quality. Uh, whereas an, an image, you know, yeah, sometimes bad quality adds to it. But, you know, when when somebody's talking and all of a sudden they cut out, that's not good. <laughs> yeah. I, I can't do yeah, a, right. I, you know, I, I can't have uh, the lady who's doing the announcements say, and they meet at this time at, and then my voice comes over this room and uh, goes back to her voice. <laughs> Um, I think people would get a kick out of it, but I don't think, uh, I don't think some people would, um, but it's worth a try. No, I'm just kidding. Um, (laughs) (laughs) uh, so, uh, Matt, have you tried, uh, Filmic Pro yet? Uh, no, cause I don't do video. Right. Except you were uploading yeah. that video. Yeah, but that was something totally different, and it's <laughs> not something I'm prepared to talk about on this show right now. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it, it definitely did not require the use of any specialized video recording apps. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, uh, I, 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 I got to admit, every now and then I'm very intrigued with Filmic Pro, and it's usually like when I'm watching like just some video that Moment puts out that is like about, you know, whatever, the uh, anamorphic lens or something um, like that, and they they like Filmic Pro a lot, and I'm like, oh yeah, I could see the value in that, and maybe I should get that, but then I think rationally for a minute about how much video I shoot and then how much I enjoy editing video. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> the time and effort. That's, that's always in the back of my mind. Okay. How much time and how, how much effort? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'll get there someday. Someday. Yeah. Maybe I'll be like, uh, I've been missing out all, all this time, <laughs> but yeah, I don't. I I barely have time for photography right now, so video is very low on the priority list. Yeah, 
Well, cool. Let's wrap up this segment of uh, apps and uh, let's move into our uh, post pick of the week. All right. Uh, let's see here. Uh, let's see, I want to say, Matt, did you choose our post pick of the week? I did. Yes. All right. Why don't you go ahead and tell everybody all about it? All righty. So this week we chose from the Tiny Shutter hashtag on Instagram, and. Um, I went with a photo uh, from a uh, someone named Amber dot Winter dot Sparky NZ NZ for New Zealand. Um, so this photo is uh, well, it's a whole bunch of things. Uh, number one, it's black and white. Um, it's also a composite in that the foreground. And the sky are two different images that have been blended together. Um, basically, uh, what the shot is, it's the um, kind of like the skeleton of, of some old boat. It's basically just like, you know, the, the remnants of the bottom of a boat, like on a beach. And uh, it's got, like, some water in it, and it, it just looks like this creepy, like, skeleton, like it could have been a whale or something. And, um, you know, so it's on a beach, and then there's water in the background. I don't know if it's the, the ocean or, or what exactly the body of water is in, in the background. Um, and then the photo is edited in a way to make it look like it's nighttime. And there's about a billion streaks of lightning in the sky. And then an effect that also kind of makes it look like it's like there's rain coming down as well. And it's just very striking. Like, you know, I I saw this and was like, wow, this is very different. And, um, you know, so that, that was basically the main reason why I picked it. The other cool thing is that um, if you if you check out this shot on Instagram, um, it's actually uh, two pictures that were uploaded. So basically, the uh, first shot is the composite, and then the uh, second picture is the original photo of the boat. And I guarantee, when you click over to that original photo, uh, your mind will be blown by the transformation that that took place to come up with the, the finished product. So um, definitely some uh, imagination and creativity going on with this picture. What do you think, uh, Greg? Yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me. Yeah, I definitely like this. Uh, it was so striking, no pun intended with all the lightning in it, but it was so striking when I first laid eyes on it. And uh, I had no idea that, um, that it was even a composite, let alone uh, you know the original being on, taken on a, a bright sunny day type of thing. But um, yeah, a lot of creativity went in this, and uh, I mean, when I see something like this, it, it makes me want to try it. But I, 
like you with video, I, I never get around to doing it. <laughs> I, I really should, you know, that that's when I want to sit down and plan something like this. Um, I don't think something like this ever really, you know, just occurs through happenstance, but <clears throat> I, uh, I, I really do like the, uh, you know, the frame is just cut in half. The horizon line's right to, right across the center of the frame. And then you have uh, lightning just taking up all the sky. And um, just just really, really well done. Well done. What are your thoughts, Dave? Yeah, I totally agree. It, it, it's when Matt threw this in our chat saying, here's a suggestion. It was kind of, it, it's one of those photos you look at and you think, they did that on an iPhone just because of the compositing involved. And like I said, if, and I put a link in the, um, the announcement that talks about the changing of the cover photo, I put a link directly to the Instagram. So you could look at the original photo, uh, by clicking on the right there over what the dogs are saying. And <laughs> it, it don't, it is hard to believe that they took that bright mostly sunny day photo and made that dark you know lightning filled sky there it, it's just amazing the 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 amount of the the skill in editing yeah. to make it look like it did yeah yeah i like it it it's a very striking image i do like how amber says that uh is start in the comment is you know her first computer was a vic 20 and then upgraded to a commodore 64 i had a commodore 64 <laughs> but you know the the point being made was we can do this in the palm of our hand it fits in our pocket we can go out and use different applications and create these images that are very striking and uh it, it is a it is fun uh to do and amazing all at the same time so Wow, congratulations, Amber Winter Sparky New Zealand. You are our post pick of the week winner. If you'd like to be chosen as post pick of the week, you can you have two options. You could do what Amber Winter did and go onto Instagram and use the hashtag tiny shutter. Or you can go onto our Facebook group and look for our uh, weekly photo challenge that is post uh pinned to the top of our page is actually in the announcements so go over there and check it out all righty uh so before we end uh let's see i wanted to get an update from greg about uh the episode you are you put out and uh when our next episode for the i uh the ipca element op uh group is <laughs> yes the the aipc interviews <laughs> um yeah for the artful eye photography community and um uh yeah the first issue or the first episode come out about um i want to say almost a week ago i guess and uh, it's on the uh, the Apple Podcast app. I'm I'm still working on trying to get that to come out, you know, in other places like on Spotify and iHeartRadio and things like that. Um, <clears throat> but it was it was really it was a lot of fun. Um, Mary Walker, who we had on here a while ago, she 
uh, offered to help me with this first episode because instead of me interviewing her, she interviewed me. And um, uh, it, it, it was kind of just to give everybody an idea of how how the show was going to go. So that was a lot of fun. And um, I was a little nervous at first, I must admit. But uh, I, I got over that. So the next one, I'm recording Monday night. So Woo-hoo. it should be out, uh, you know, within a few days of that. Uh, I'll have it edited and uploaded on the on the AI uh, the artfulipc.com website um, later Monday night, and um, uh, look for it on the podcast app probably a day or two after that. I'm not sure how long it takes for them to to put it through, but um, <clears throat> yeah, it, it's 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 going to be a fun one. Oh wait, wait, wait! Um, Are you're asking how long it takes for what? To well, once it's uploaded to the site, how long it takes to hit iTunes? Uh, probably or, about or two or three minutes. Oh, that quick? Oh yeah. Oh, it, it's like okay. it's almost instantaneous. Oh wow! Okay, so see, I'm learning all this stuff as we go, and and um, you know, Joe, you were a great help getting this first one done too with uh, the website and all that stuff. Because I was running into some snags with it and everything else, so yeah, those uh, roadblocks you know. are pain. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, but I think I think I've got it pretty much worked out now. So you know, thanks to you and and to Mark for some advice too that uh, yeah. that he gave me. Um, but yeah, it's it's a lot of fun doing it, and I have uh, at least fifteen people in the queue wanting to do interviews. Nice. Yeah, so it, it's gonna go for a while and. And I'm going to reach out to people who aren't in the community as well. Um, you know, some notables that that I've found on Instagram and play and Twitter, maybe, and um, you know, just to see who who I can get. Yeah, very cool. Yeah, I'm excited to see uh, where it goes and 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 hear the different people that you interview because you know I, I remember the first time I I went on a podcast and was interviewed. Uh, I think. The second time I did a podcast where I was actually interviewed, and that's where Keith Tharp uh, had, uh, Camera Campus had interviewed me because mm-hmm. he said, Hey, if you want to come on and talk about photography, let's do it. And uh, so I was like, You know what? I did that podcasting thing once before. I think I could do it again. And, uh, and, and I did that. So that was probably what seven years ago <laughs> something like that wow. <laughs> <laughs> but no that'll be great and and who knows what uh you may put the podcast bug into somebody's uh pocket and next thing you know they're yeah. itching to get get going with podcasting yeah yeah you never know i mean it, it that's how it happened with me is uh is Coming on Tiny Shutter for the first time, you know, you guys interviewed me, and yeah, uh, it just went from there. So yeah, yeah, it. it uh, I, I got the bug. <laughs> That's for sure. Yeah. Well, cool. Uh, let's do this. We came. We saw. We kicked its ass. I think we have ourselves a show. Barely. Uh, let's go around the room and uh, let's see where. Uh, let's go around the room and see where we can find each other on the interwebs. Uh, let's start with you, Greg. Okay, you can find me on Instagram at McMillan Photo, on Twitter McMillan underscore Photo, on Dayflash at McMillan, and I even started a Byte account. 
that's the new uh, six second video thing. Um, and I used Macmillan Photo on there as well. And um, then you can find me on the Artful Eye Photography community. And uh, the episodes are at artfulipc.com. Uh, and the website for the community is artfulipc.club. I, I put a new uh, URL on it. Wow, cool. All right. Uh, Dave, where can they find you? Yep. You can find me on Twitter, Instagram. I also started a bite. Um, haven't posted anything. Don't know if I'm going to, but figured might as well get on there as Prof Pod. And on the Facebook group is Dave Podner. Cool. Yeah, I don't know what bite is, and this is actually the first time I've heard of it. <laughs> you remember Vine? Oh, okay. Yeah, it's it's thing. like that. It's six it's second actually, videos. Of- it actually is put out by the people who started Vine before it got bought up by Twitter. Wow, that sounds like conflict of interest. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Matt, where they where can they find you? All right. Well, surprisingly, not on Bite yet, because. <laughs> um, <laughs> Like you, I'm I'm an old person. This is the first time hearing about it. <laughs> we're both uh, we're both you. the youngest ones in the group. <laughs> oh yeah, crap. You're right. Okay. Well, then there you go. That tells you the crowd that this bite thing is it's for old people old and millennials. People. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh goodness. All right, you guys could uh, you could check me out on. Um, Instagram, Flickr, Twitter, Google Plus, I am the Artful Eye Photography Community. Um, uh, missing one. Flickr. Day Flash. Oh, Day, Day Flash. Flash. <laughs> yeah. All all of those places and probably more <laughs> at M Hoffman Photo. <laughs> Awesome. <laughs> uh, you can find me on Instagram and uh, Dave Flash at Joseph Ferreira. You can find links to our show notes, to our uh, Facebook group, YouTube channel, Patreon, everything else by going to tinyshutter.com. All right. Well, good job, guys. Uh, January's in the books, and uh, we're off to the second month of the year. And, uh, yeah, so why don't you guys say good, uh, why don't you guys say good night to everybody? Good night, everybody. Have a great week. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed this podcast, head over to iTunes and leave us a review and a five-star rating. See you next week. Everything's perfectly all right now. We're fine. We're all fine here now. Thank you. How are you? Kowalski, what's our trajectory? 95% certain this will end in massive, (laughs) flaming disaster. And the other 5%? Irrelevant, sir. Are you not entertained? Are you not entertained? Barely.